And we're back with another episode of From the Stands podcast. From the Stands 14? Something yeah, like that. Maybe something, yeah. something like that. We're somewhere around there. <laughs> Season two of our Pick'em begins today. Begins today. We're still waiting on Lance's shirt to get here from China. <laughs> China. But uh, right take now. As, take as long as you need, China. We're all good. No, it's okay. We'll make sure the Pick'em season is 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. So you have to wear the shirt. For 12 weeks. Plus the next 12 weeks after you lose. After again. you lose again. If it takes the shirt six weeks to get here, you still have to wear it for 12 weeks. So that means I got to wear it halfway into season three? Absolutely. Okay. I'm you got to wear it for a full season. Okay. We just make the rules as we go. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lance, you got the note card. If you wouldn't mind passing that over to me real quick. Man, why can't I have it? I mean, I guess you can... Man, I can't have shit in this podcast. No, okay, go ahead, <laughs> fucker. The first game on the slate. And this is why you don't have the note card. <laughs> That's why it goes into infant mode. <laughs> you want it? If you don't want to do it, sure, let me see it. I'll Man, do it. somebody okay. do it. Exactly, fucking A. <laughs> first game we got, I think it's Sunday. We got game four between the Suns and the Clippers. We've only gotten to see one game so far. So, Joe, you're going to start us off since you won okay, last so season. Okay, so this is going to be the first game at home for the Clips. Yes. No, it's not. It is. I yes, it they, is. I thought it do, went two and then two. It's game four, right? Yeah, game four. So it's the second game at home because it goes two and two, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is, the, this is the second game at home. Ooh, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Yeah, it's a tough – well, it's tough to, like, predict the matchups because yeah. you got to wait on the next two games. I think the Suns will definitely take one, if not both, of the next – or two or th- two and three. I have a feeling the Suns take two, and then I have a feeling the Clippers bounce back and take three at home. So I'm going to say – I'm going to say the Suns steal one from the Clippers game four in L.A. Okay. Um, I kind of like where your head was at on that one, Joe. Clips got game one. Suns are going to win game two tonight for sure. Game three in L.A. I think game three in L.A., the Sun, I think the Suns take two straight. I think they take game two. I think they take game three. I think the Clips snag their last game at home before they go back to Phoenix. I'm going to go Clippers in game four. I was thinking on the – I was on the same track that you were. I think the Suns are going to take the next two, and then the Clippers have to win a game at home at least. So I was going to take the Clips for this one here for game four. Okay. Next game up. Next game we got game three. I think that's Friday. I believe so. Cavs and Knicks. The New York Knickerbockers. Let's see. This is going to be in New York. First game in New York. First game in New York. Uh, I believe they play their second game tonight, and I'm feeling the – Cavs are going to win. This is going to be the last game at home until game five. five. So I'm going to take the Knicks to win their first one at home. Jalen Brunson's playing out of it. I'm not going to say it. He's out of his mind. And Julius Randle, of course. And, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Knicks. I'm going to have to agree with Joe here. I think the Cavs got to get one. Cavs lost game one, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cavs got to get one back tonight at home, game two, before they go on the road. And the Knicks are just – Playing really good basketball, fundamental basketball, good defense. Jalen Brunson is that guy. Is that dude? And the Knicks are going to take their first game at home. Give me the Knicks. So the Knicks are up one zero. One zero right now. I think the Cavs win game two, and then they go to New York. It's a tied series. There's a lot of hype, but I think the Knicks are just going to nick. They do it all the time. I'm taking the Cavs in game three. Okay, interesting pick. So why you're last place? Exactly <laughs> why you were in last. All right. Game three on the slate is also game three between the Grizzlies and the Contenders, the Lakers. This is a tough one because the uh, Lakers' closeout, like their closeout on uh, Memphis in game one was damn near perfect. 15-0 run the last two minutes and 40 seconds. So, I mean, the Lakers have the better defense, I think, even though the Grizzlies have DPOY and Triple J. I still think – Closing out the games, I would take the Lakers squad, especially without John Moran on the Grizzlies, if he's out for an extended period of time. So this is going to be the Lakers' first game at home. And depend, I think they're going to take it no matter what. They might go up three zip in the series. But I think, I'm think i taking Lakers. Are they up 2-0 right now? They're up 1-0, but they got one more game in Memphis, probably without Jaw, and then they go to L.A. to play. Okay, interesting. 
Um, yeah, that first game, I did watch that that closeout. I mean, it was literally picture perfect. You couldn't do it any better to finish a game. Um, and their, web, their top two players really didn't make that big of an impact on the stretch. LeBron and, and Anthony and Davis, they kind of could take a backseat to Reeves and Hachimura. Yeah, but I don't see Roy Hachimura putting up 29 a game in the playoffs. Well, he doesn't need to when you got LeBron and AD. LeBron and AD just got the chance to kind of sit back in that one and watch, see what the guys are actually capable of doing. I think this is one of those series that's going to end up going six or seven games in the first round if Ja is able to play. So I think the Grizz drop game two at home, go on the road to face the Lake Show first game in L.A., LeBron drops 40, the Lakers take game three. It's so you tough. You just said they're going to go 3 0, which is exactly what I said. What? You just said they're going to go 3. You said the Grizzlies are going to drop game two and then they're going to go to LA and LeBron's going to drop 40 and win. So that means the Lakers go up 3 0, which is exactly what I just fucking said. Okay. And then you said it's going to be a six or seven game series. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Let me walk that one back. Okay, anyways. Lakers are taking the first game at home. I don't care. It's tough to think because if Ja is out, obviously want to take the Lakers. But if Ja's back, I kind of want to take the Grizzlies because Ja's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and they'll probably be down two and they want to win. Um, but I can't go against my like, contenders, so we're going to take the Lakers. There's going to be a party in LeBron City, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, we've got game four between the Kings and the Warriors. I think that's Saturday or Sunday. So this is going to be yeah. in Golden State. It'll be the second game in the Golden City. The Warriors are notoriously awful on the road. I think they were nine and they like won nine. nine. It was like nine and they twenty-four. Were, they or were like eleven that. and thirty on the road when the season ended. Pretty sure they only won nine. No, because there's forty. There's four, eighty-two games in a year. So there's so they forty-one would, each. So yeah, it was were, nine and. They were eleven. Thirty-two. And Thirty. I'm pretty sure they were 11 and 30. I don't think they, they won, won 11 nine. games on the road. Because I they just won nine so games on the road. Nine games on the road. So it would have been nine and 32. Yeah. Anyways, it's horrific. It's worse than the fucking Rockets. But Had the leading game too. But with that being said, they are going back home, and honestly, I think they could even the series two two, and then go back to Sacramento and probably lose. But I'm taking the Warriors because they're at home. Kings don't really have that playoff experience, and Steph's going to clutch up. Yeah, I got to agree with you, Joe. Um, the Kings, very impressive showing at home. Game one was pretty much all theirs. Game two was the Warriors until about five minutes left to go in the fourth. And then the Kings showed up in clutch time. De'Aaron Fox went insane. Sabonis down low was going nuts. Um, but it's going nuts on that leg. The Warriors can't seem to win a game on the road that's been their Achilles heel all year. So I kind of expected them to at least drop one. To drop two is a little crazy. But um, I think Steph and Clay both know that this might be about the end of their run in the Bay the Area. And I think, they, I think they just want it more. Plus, they're going to be at home. They were amazing at home this year. It's the only reason they even made the playoffs. Yeah. Top that off, Curry hasn't had – Curry didn't shoot well in the second game. I think he comes out game three, he's going to be on fire. Game four, he's going to be a man on a mission. I think the Warriors take two straight at home, and I'm taking the Warriors for game four. So here's my thought process. The Warriors are going to take game three because I don't see the Kings winning three straight and going up 3-0. But I think Draymond's going to get suspended for kicking Sabonis. So with that being said, they'll probably play game four without Draymond. And you think they're gonna let him play game three and not game four? Well, either way, I think they're taking game three. He's gonna suspend them game. He'll be. He's only gonna get. You gotta remember, the NBA loves Golden State. So, with that being said, Draymond is gonna get like. I was thinking a, like Le- a game. Yeah, Draymond's gonna get like a LeBron type slap on the wrist. Like if that was something LeBron did, LeBron might not even get. Nothing might have even happened if LeBron did something like that. Because it's Draymond, everybody hates Draymond, they've got to say something about it. But I think, if anything, they suspend him for the entirety of Game 3, and he's back Game 4. I think the Kings take Game 4. This is why you're in last, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just you got to do it to yourself. I think the Warriors are kind of on the bad side of the chippy side of the series right now, and I think the 
Kings have just a little bit of edge on them in that in that corner. So I'm taking them to win Game Four. Can't wait for that shirt to come in because you're gonna be getting real comfy. In that <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be wearing it the rest of the year. Yeah. Last game Sunday night baseball. We're taking the Mets and the Giants. Shit. All right, Joe. Let's hear your take. <laughs> Where's it at? It's in San Francisco. The Mets suck ass, don't they? They are mm-hmm. eleven and five right now, and the Giants, I believe, are five and ten. Shit. All right, I'm taking the the one that's. What's the first one? The Mets. The Mets versus the Giants. The Mets are ten and five. Eleven and five, I think. The fucking Mets, bro. I feel like you guys are gonna. This is why you picked this matchup to fuck me, but I'm still taking the Mets. Um, the Mets are the Mets have a solid lineup. Can't argue that, but they're really top heavy. You've got Frankie. You've got Alonzo. You've got Nemo. You've got. Um, well, damn, that I'm missing. Sucks. I'm missing. A big guy at the top of their lineup. Who'd you say? Lindor, Alonzo, Nemo, Nemo, McNeil, um, McNeil, and I'm missing one more. Their DH, um, Fertlander. You talking about fat ass Daniel Vogelbach? No, it's not him. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're really top heavy in their lineup. Um, <laughs> he's fat. <laughs> he's he's a big boy, dude. Uh, Verlander's already on IL, yeah, which didn't surprise me at all. Him and Jacob Degrom both. Um, and I just think the Mets are gonna met. It's also in San Francisco. Um, kind of tough to predict games early in the season because there's just so much still up for question. But I'm going to have to take the Giants. Okay. I'm taking the Mets. Smart uh, man. The dude, Tyler McGill for the Mets is 3-0 and to start the year. And Alex Wood is a freaking bum. And the Giants just aren't that good. I know, but I couldn't tell you who that guy is for the Mets, and I can almost guarantee you he won't start the year 4 no. Well, there's only one way to find out, and it's... He's, gonna be, he's about to be like the Rays. He's going to go 3-0 to start the season and then lose three straight. No, he's going like, <laughs> to be like Lynn Sanity, four in a row. Or I don't know. How, I don't even know. I mean, let's move on. Yeah, I, to, I, don't, I didn't I'm know taking, where you were going that. I'm taking the Mets. All right, so an interesting start to Pick'em Season 2. I hope everybody's ready to see Lance in this wonderful shirt for the next, I would say, at least 24 weeks, maybe 36. You're so funny. I'm going to come out in this second season. I'm just going to dog both of y'all. You really want to. I think you really think in your head you can, but nobody else believes it. We're going to like Michael Vick your ass, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You trying to dog us. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Well, you can't Michael Vick me if there's only one dog. There's got to be two of them. I'm going to Michael Vick y'all this season. Now y'all getting me turned around. Let's move on to the next topic. (laughs) All right. Next up, we're going to keep with the NBA playoffs for a little bit. We're going to talk about our top three players under the most pressure this year to win a ring. We're going to go. I'll give you my one. Lance, you can give your one. Joe, you can give your one. and We'll go back to the top. Okay, this is a tough one. I think there's several guys that really need a ring to kind of solidify their status in NBA history this year. Two big ones that I can think of. I don't think there's anyone that needs a ring more than Chris Paul to solidify his NBA legacy. Yeah, I think with, the, with the squad that they have assembled around him in D-Book as well, I I think if he if they take an early round exit, it's going to be real bad. And if they don't lose the chip with Aiton, KD, D Book, and Chris Paul, it just it's it's a bad look. It's a real bad look. Chris Paul's old as shit, though. Yeah, but he deserves a ring. Nobody deserves shit. Come on now. I LeBron, mean, you can say LeBron deserves ten rings. It don't matter. I wouldn't say he deserved it, but I think he's worked for it, and I think this is the best position he's ever been in to get one, and I think it's going to be – I think it's just going to be a real bad look for him if they don't get one this year. I mean, I think he's already kind of solidified himself as a Hall of Famer, so I don't know what a ring really adds to his career. I mean, a ring adds everything to anyone's career. I mean, say that, tell that to fucking Dan Marino, fucking Carl Malone. Right, but Dan Marino is being talked about completely differently if he has just one ring. 
Carl Malone's Carl Malone's also got a different type of legacy he needs to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Stockton, we can go with him. Fucking Chris Charles Paul's. Barkley. Chris Paul's my number one too. Chris Paul's really? number one as well. Yeah. Dude, I thought yeah. you guys were gonna go. I was thinking Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid. Jason Tatum's got plenty of time to win a ring. He ain't gonna have that squad. Jalen Brown's not gonna be there after this year. He Jason Tatum's got time. Nah, Chris Jason Paul Tatum, has Jason Tatum is not a leader. Maybe, and but he needs to prove that. That's the only way he needs to win a ring to prove that because he's got the squad to do it. He's got a squad on par with the Suns in the West. I mean, so you're going Tatum as your number one? Tatum or Embiid? I mean, Embiid. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd probably go Tatum, but Embiid's just like you take all the. I don't want to talk shit on him because he's supposed to be like an MVP, but like he doesn't really win anything. Same thing with Jokic, though. They just put up numbers, yeah. but they don't win. Like, how is Jokic? I mean, how can you justify being possible three-time NBA MVP and you can't even make it to yeah the the finals? Exactly. So with a good squad. All right, my number two is going to be Embiid. That was where I was going next. Oh, um, we're doing more than one. Yeah, top three. Oh shit! <laughs> I fucked this whole thing. <laughs> Um, I so thought it was one, two, three. No. Oh no, no, no! Like your number one player, then oh, your number two. Okay. All Is right. Tatum still your number one? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you the opportunity here to change it if you'd like. To win the chip? Like, like they the, need the they one. need a ring to solidify their status in the NBA or their legacy. For Paul, it's not about cementing himself in today's game. It's about cementing himself. In NBA history by getting a ring, right? So you have, like, that side of it, or you have, like, you made a good case for, Jason Tatum proving that he can be the leader of a team and lead a team to the promised land, being that guy for a team. Yeah, because I feel like if Chris Paul doesn't win a ring, there's all these point guards up here, and then... And then he's just one tier below. And then he's down here because he never won a ring. Hey, I never won a ring. He's down there with AI. He's yeah. Right down there. Who's up there then? <laughs> Who's well, up there other than Magic Johnson as a point guard? Steph. Steph. Okay. Um. I mean, that would be kind of my mecca right there of point guards. You've got Magic and and Steph, and then I would say everybody else is a tier below. Even if Chris Paul gets a ring, he's not going to be on the same level as Magic and Steph. No, so he won't be. But way. I think it it just. It would just, I don't know how be, to put it. It, 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 it would just, it would be good for the sports world to see Chris Paul finally win a ring. Yeah, I think there's even guys in the league. I think there's a lot of guys in the league that would say the same. Steve Nash never won a ring. No, but Chris Paul wins a ring that puts him one pedestal pedestal above those AI, guys. Steve Nash. AI, Steve Nash. Those guys. I guess. Um, Your number two is Embiid? Yeah, my number two is Embiid. Um, Embiid's been in the league for a while now. I would say this is probably the most complete Sixers team they've ever had. At the moment, everybody's healthy. Even Embiid was healthy entering the playoffs, which hasn't happened in recent memory, at least that I can think of. Um, And just as a year-over-year MVP finalist, Someone who's regarded as one of the top centers in the game. He's supposed to be the leader of the team. He's supposed to be able to take the team there, and now he has a facilitator in James Harden. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on Joel Embiid to win a ring this year. My next guy, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but this is just me. My next guy's Kawhi. Dude, I was li- I was just thinking about that. Yeah, he won in 2019, but since 2019, it's been what four seasons? Injuries. He's been inconsistent. He's he's not re- he's not regarded as the same player as he was when he the, won. The Kawhi that showed up to LA was a Kawhi that was feared by other people in the league. You did not want to play Kawhi. And the now, Kawhi right now is like, oh, the Clippers are bums. Kawhi's not taking that team anywhere. Well, I mean, yeah, he's still good, but he's not. He doesn't need a raw ring. He just needs to beat the Suns in a series. No, I would yes. I would say it's pretty no. another ring would, after moving to LA to compete with the Lakers the to win here. a ring. Another ring would get him up there in Dude's a the, two-time finals MVP. Again, though, that finals MVP came on a loaded Spurs team and a Raptors team that he completely carried. 
He did carry that. I'm going to give him that. He carried that Raptors team, but that was also one of the weakest years. He beat, of play. The, he beat the fucking 73 9 Warriors. Yeah, but Clay was out. No, the seventy three nine. No, the it was not seventy three nine. The seventy three and nine oh, okay. was the team that choked the three one lead to LeBron. Oh, okay. No, he beat the he beat the Warriors team that saw Clay tear his ACL before they made it to the finals, and one of their other key players was hurt in that series. He, it was basically Kawhi versus Steph, and Kawhi had the better support staff with Kyle Lowry. And a, and a big few, booty Lowry and a few yes, other sir. guys up there. So I'm just saying this like, would be this would be the first time it would like when the Raptors when, was Ka- Kawhi's team when they won, but it was he wasn't there through the process. He's been there through this process with the Clippers, and they haven't done anything. They've looked like the same Lob City Clippers. They could never go anywhere with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. So he needs to prove that he can take a team there when that was built around him because that team was built around Kawhi. My thought process was when Kawhi won in 2019, people were like, other than LeBron, this is the best small forward in the league right now. And since then, he has not lived up to that title. So if he can, if he can lead the Clippers to a, a chip this year, he'll be back in that conversation now Tatum's there, um, Katie's up there too, but it'll put him back in that same category that he was. You got Siak- in. You even got like guys like Pascal Siakam up there in the same category as Kawhi at the moment. No, there you got <laughs> no way in a fucking. As hell. far as production and what they're doing for their team, yes, it, the, the exact same. Another ring will c- revitalize his career. So who's your number two? Joel Embiid. Okay, so we can agree on that one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, yeah, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Okay, number three, I got Jokic. I was gonna take Jokic as yeah. well. So we all got Jokic. Yeah. Okay, so the I guess Joker. we can all kind of hop in on this one then and talk about why. But I mean, one of the main ones has got to be you're a back to back, you're a back to back MVP. Possible back to back. Possible three peat on an First MVP time since Larry Bird. So that would put you in elite company, and you can't even take your team past the first round most years. Trivia, you know the only three players to win three consecutive MVPs? Larry Bird? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, ah, shit. We were just talking about this the other day, too. They're both how you like them. <laughs> Big. <laughs> uh, I think one's Bill Russell. Yep. And was the other one – the other one was after Bill but before Larry, right? Like mid-80s? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get that third one. Come on, man. It's not MJ. Hell no, nah, Will Chamberlain, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah, being <laughs> – um, you're about to be a th- – more they, than more than likely he's going to be a three – I think it beats the favorite right now, though. Do they do the awards when the playoffs are over? Uh, like the playoffs end and then I they do the awards. They already named Defensive no, Player of the Year. Yeah, so I think it, they're starting to roll them out. Yeah. I was gonna say if they roll out after the season, he needs a chip to become the three-time MVP, but he probably won't win it. Well, technically, it's not supposed to be based on any type of playoff performance. Technically, I don't know how much that plays. I into still think it. Giannis should win it, bro. I still have Embiid is is my MVP this year. But besides the fact you're a back-to-back MVP. And your team has done nothing in the playoffs since you've been there. They haven't done anything. They've well, made even a Western Conference Finals visit doesn't mean much if you if you've only been once and you got beat. I mean, they were the first team to overcome a three to one deficit in back to back playoff series. That might count for something. Ish, but uh, it's still <laughs> it's not it's not a chip. He needs a chip. It's same as Embiid. He's got to submit himself as a leader on a team, not just the best guy on the team. What if it's Nuggets Sixers in the finals? That'd be wild. That would be lit. That'd be a great finals matchup. But again, all Embiid and Jokic have proved right now is that they're two great players. Neither of them have shown that they're a franchise player. That mm. they're a, that they're a leader. None of them shown that they're winners. <laughs> Joel exactly. Embiid is a franchise player. Yeah. But <laughs> so is Jokic. I mean, in the sense of just like 
them being that guy that's going to take their team there, neither one of them have shown really any signs of that. Well, I've seen signs of that from Embiid. Jokic could be questionable, but... Embiid lost to the fucking Heat last season, the Hawks the year before. So Yeah, so two questionable exits from the 76ers the last two he years. He lost to Ice Trey, man. Ice Trey. Most overrated player in the league. Ice Trey the gang, baby. Voted on by the players. We'll get to that in a minute. Long ass, you, or old ass, got his ass. <laughs> I wouldn't say Average if... 40 claps a game. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> if we're going to point... If we're going to point to who he lost to, I don't think Udonis Haslam <laughs> is the guy that you're going to put up there. Hey, Udonis Haslam scored Hold more. Hold on. Y'all are talking about the heat real quick, though. Jimmy freaking Bucket. That man is a walking bucket in the playoffs. That's why they call him Jimmy Buckets. Well, I saw some stat the other day. It said he has like 213 regular season games, right? 43 playoff games. He has 10 35-plus point games in the regular season – 10 35-plus point performances in the postseason. He has zero 40-point games in the regular season. He has six 40-plus point games in the postseason. Speaking, so. of, speaking of crazy stats, Udonis Haslam scored more points in his last NBA game than MJ. <laughs> wow. Who's the real goat? Yeah, Haslam, dude, for sure. <laughs> At a career average of like 6.2 points per game. You know a matchup I would want? This is kind of random. <laughs> I want to see Austin Reeves versus Matthew Delvadova, bro. Reeves is tearing that dude <laughs> up, bro. I don't know, man. Delhi plays some... Delhi plays some, some defense, bro. Delhi can't score, though. Uh, it doesn't matter if the dude he's playing can't score against him either. Reeves could score on Delhi better than Delhi could score on Reeves. Mm, no, I think you're looking. Uh, uh, I would word that different. I don't think Reeves could score on Delhi better than Delhi could score on Reeves. I think that Reeves is a better scorer than Delhi. Sure, we'll put it like, like that. The Reeves is still winning. Battle of LeBron's two white boys. <laughs> The two white boys who have taken him deep in the postseason. I mean, what other white boys are there that he's had? Kevin Anderson Bears. Oh, yeah, Kevin. I don't know. That's the curly-haired motherfucker, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking of earlier when we were doing them shorts. I guess that's true. What if it was Miami, Kevin Love versus – all right, let's move on. Shane Battier. He had a lot of white dudes in Miami. Battier, Mike Miller, and Birdman. 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 Fucking Chris <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> I still want to know how he got that nickname. I don't know. Motherfucking Birdman Jr. 11th grade. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, sticking with the NBA. Most overrated player in the league. I already know Lance's, so I'm going to let him go first so he can spew this bullshit out of his mouth and then we'll move on. Man, calm down. Anthony Edwards is, I don't know if he's the most, but he is one of the most overrated dudes in the league. Based on? Based on expectation. Um, like preseason, like what people have expected him to do at this point in the league versus what he's done. Okay, what has he not done in your book? One. One. He's a second or third year player. His team, the Timberwolves, are in the playoffs. And he doesn't, I feel like he doesn't play as well as his highlights make him out to be. Like his highlights are good, but that's not how he, that's not his consistent. Like, level of play. Okay, but I think you're you're basing it on your expectations. Your expectations are high. That doesn't mean he has to meet your expectations. Otherwise, well, he's overrated. Not necessarily, but if I think he's not meeting his expectations, then I can call him overrated. I'm just I'm trying to figure out, like, on what grounds. Like, what sticks out to you that you're like, this dude's overrated as hell? He chokes in the – he's been He's choking. not clutch. He's not clutch. He doesn't show up to big time games. At least he's year. a regular season. He's a regular season guru. Again, we're basing that off of the Lakers game in the play-in, and well, no, did they make the playoffs last year? They, they, I thought they did. I'm pretty sure they did, and he was a rookie last year. So no, 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 because they lost. I think that's why they traded for Gobert. They lost the play-in game. Yeah, yeah. Well, your no, ba- no, 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 no. They won their play-in game because that's when Pat Bev. Through oh, his yeah. jersey. Yeah. And then they lost in the first round. But again, it's a playing team. You're having to play the one or the two seed coming in. So you're already the odds are already stacked against you. And you're basing his 
his clutch ability on one game against the Lakers and now well, one game against the Nuggets as a second-year player. How did he score against the uh, the The Lakers Thunder. was bad. Oh, the Thunder. I'm not sure on the Thunder. Because they, they blew out the Thunder, but I don't know how well he did. I'm just saying you can't it, – it's kind of hard to say he's not clutch when – Who would you take, though? Would you take – like if you were building a team, would you take Anthony Edwards or Kyrie? Well, that's that's a poor – Yeah, it's a poor – yeah. Uh, they're both the same. They're both shooting guards, are they not? Yeah, but – Yeah, but like 25 and Kyrie's like 33. 33. Kyrie's also been very he scored, poor. Uh, he scored 18 against the Nuggets, and then he yeah. scored – Was it like 24 against OKC? 19. Yeah. Pretty mid. I'm just saying people – people when he got drafted out of Georgia, people expected him – or people were looking to see him, like, light the league on fire, and he hasn't done that. I, I, I don't think that's a fair – I don't think that's a, a fair evaluation. You're telling me that nobody's been like, holy shit, did you see Anthony Edwards play last night? Like, no, he hasn't – he's not playing – like Luca, but his team's in the playoffs. And so far, they haven't – they lost – I'll give you that. They lost the Lakers game because he put up nine points. That's fair. He came back, dropped 19, beat the Thunder. That was partially because of Cat, uh, though, too. Yeah, but that's the whole – the whole point is Cat's supposed to be who that offense runs through. You ask the coach, you ask the players, you ask Anthony Edwards who the offense is supposed to center around. It's Carl Anthony Towns. So you see him get boxed out by fucking Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. That's funny <laughs> as fuck. So Cat's supposed to be the number one guy there. All they're asking from Anthony Edwards is to be the number two, and so far he's been a pretty solid number two. So overrated, I feel like, is kind of a, a strong valuation. We'll say overhyped then. Overhyped. I can deal with overhype, but overrated. I don't think anybody's been like, Anthony Edwards is the second coming of LeBron. I'm not saying that, but no one ever said that when he got drafted. No, I'm just saying, like, nobody's ever been like, this dude's going to come in and win a chip in his second year on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nobody said that either. Exactly. I'm just saying you haven't, there's not really any point other than the Lakers game where he's like, where your expert expectations were up here, and he severely his points underperformed. Was twenty seven and a half points for that Lakers game, bro. I got shit on. I took the over. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I did too. That's what I'm. That's the only game where I would say like. But even then, I wouldn't say he's overrated. He had a poor performance. He underperformed, but I wouldn't say I was overrating him. I was basing my bet on what he had been playing like. I put. Mm. I'd put Zion, I think, higher up on the overrated list than Ant. Because I don't think, I think Zion's going to wash out. Fat fuck. Um, my most overrated player in the league is LaMelo. Yeah. I mean. He's on the Hornets, though. Okay, but I wouldn't. I mean, other than Cat, the Timberwolves aren't much better. I mean, they got Anthony Edwards. They got yeah, Rudy Gobert. I'm just saying, like, the Hornets, if you compare those two teams, anyway, I'm not comparing the two teams. It doesn't have anything to do with the argument here. LaMelo came out of high school. Part of his hype was, or he came out of UCLA. Part of his hype was because of LeVar. That's where part of his hype came from. But he was supposed to be this dude who was going to take the Hornets, you know, to rounds in the playoffs that they've never been before, and he was supposed to be the guy in Charlotte, and he was going to lead that team to the playoffs. And so far, he's been um, – There were some studs taken after him, too, in that draft. Yeah, so far, he's been a little bit better than average, maybe. He's a above-average passer um, and average scorer for the position. But you do got that, uh, that light skins light-skinned gaze, so that gives him a couple <laughs> extra points. I mean, I guess, but he's he's been an above-average passer and an average scorer for the position that he plays. Um, like, I would take, if you said I can have LaMelo or I can have, like, Fred Van Fleet, I'd just be like, give me one of them. They're going to they're gonna produce the same. 
He's not out. He he hasn't been out here putting up crazy numbers. Hasn't yeah. taken the Hornets anywhere, um, and he can't seem to stay healthy either. So I'm going to say he's my most overrated player in the league. With my pick, I know where you're going with this. Most overrated player in the league. I'm taking none other than Ice Trey, Mr. Rogaine, Trey Young. <laughs> okay, <laughs> why? Because he sucks ass. No, I need like you got to have a real reason why. He's good at assists. I'll give him that. But most of the time he tries to make spectacular plays and they backfire and they hurt his team because he's trying to go for a highlight like behind the back pass or some bullshit long ass three. And it hurts the team because he's not being a team player. He's just trying to go for the highlight reels on ESPN. He's not he's not a leader. No, but I don't know like if the leader part plays end up. And he shoots like forty two percent from the field. Which isn't bad, but when you got guys like fucking Jalen Brunson shooting 46, 47%, you're not going to win, especially the amount of times he puts the ball up. Shooting, what, 19 times or 18 times because I took the over on that one. <laughs> He's 18 times a game and missing fucking, I don't know what he went. I think he went like 4 of 18 or something. Yeah, he's definitely had his share of bad games, but I would say compared to some of the guys that were taken in his draft, um, his – team for where it was when he got picked because I've been a Hawks fan all my life and when we picked Trey I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me I'm like we traded Luca to take Trey so far I can't say that I would rather have Luca what is <laughs> come he, on what, what is come on now. what the fuck is Luca gonna do he's gonna put up a few more points a game and do what he's gonna make a shot <laughs> I think Luke is a better scorer than Trey. But what the hell is that going to do for the team? What is he going to do? He's not a better leader. He's a worse teammate. Bro couldn't even keep his team in the playoffs when they added Kyrie. Instead, well, they all, went backwards. That's not all on Luka, though. If you added okay, Kyrie then, to the then Hawks. Okay, then the Hawks losing isn't all on Trey. Who's the Hawks' best defender right now? Um, Probably, that's t- tough. Maybe, like, in the, in the guard position, probably DeJounte. Okay, but so if we're going overall, away, maybe Clint Capella? If you trade DeJounte Murray, and they wouldn't trade Clint. But whatever defender is second after Clint for Kyrie Irving, you don't think that they're going to fall in the Eastern Conference rankings? Let alone if they're in the West. I don't know because that's a poor trade. So I would, I would just hope to begin well, with. Luka doesn't make the trades, though. No, but th- I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that he they added – on paper, a bona fide, one of the best point guards in the league on paper, right? One of the best ball handlers and dribblers of this generation. Ask anybody in – any they, people in the league have said that. Then he's one of the best ball handlers they've ever seen. And you go from five seed to out of the playoffs. Because they traded away the entire defense. Okay, but Luca didn't, uh, I thought Luke, I thought Luca was so good. He, he I thought I he thought if get, you put Luca on the Hawks, the Hawks are winning w- way more games, and the Hawks are going way deeper well, in the finals. Which, it's way deeper it's in not the playoffs. Like, it's not like Luca got worse when they traded for Kyrie. Luca was still just as good. It was just obviously the, not because they weren't winning games. Well, Luca can't win the game by himself. Neither can Trey. No, but I think Luca gives you a better chance to win than Trey does. I, at the moment, I don't think so. They're they're pretty. Luca just scores a little bit more. Their numbers on assists are pretty much the same. Obviously, Luca's like six six, so I'm sure he probably has averages like one and a half to two more boards a game than Trey. Other than that, he's no better of a teammate. He's no better of a leader. He's shown no ability to take his team anywhere in the playoffs. They went to the Western Conference Finals. The Hawks have been to the yeah exactly. But Trey is back in the playoffs this year, and Trey was Trey was in the playoffs the year before the Western Con- or the Eastern Conference Finals. Like it wasn't a one and done for Trey. They're back in the they're back in the playoffs this year, and they the would have a three years before though. They would have a solid chance at being at least in the second round if they weren't playing the best team in the East, in the Celtics. The West is a lot harder than the East. Okay. Does if the it, Hawks were in the West, they would be like Rockets level. No, I don't think they're not that bad. They would be in the West. 
Not saying they'd have the same record, but they'd have the same ranking. They'd be like fucking probably 10th. Maybe 11th. 10th would have made the play in. And they would have lost to the uh, Lakers. No, Lakers were seven, so they would have lost to the Thunder or the Pelicans. They're not losing to either team. Yeah, they are. They're losing to the Thunder. They're not losing to SGA's the Thunder. If, if the Timberwolves can beat the Thunder, the Hawks are beating the Thunder. SGA. SGA yeah, the thing with the Hawks, though, is that, like, they'll have one game. Like, Trey will have one game where he scores 30 and they beat the – they beat the Heat, and then the next night they play, they'll play the Spurs, and he'll score 12, and they lose by 14. Okay, but you just said losing is a team thing, that Luka cannot do it all by himself. Yeah. So how can Trey's performance against a horrible team Luka always autom- does his part. Trey doesn't always Automatically do makes you lose the game. I, think, I just think Luka gives you a better chance to win than Trey does. And I think Luca. What does that? What does that have to do with the overrated? We're not talking about that. We're talking about overrated. How does that deal into Trey being overrated? Because so far, Luca's been just as overrated. If we're going by that stance, if that's the stance you're taking, Luca has been just as overrated. But Luca is also more talented. So the, the rating. But the talent Luka, has nothing to do with it because it, the talent hasn't shown up for anything. The talent hasn't done anything more for. He's not won an MVP. Trey has no MVP. Luca has no MVP. Trey but Luca was in the conversation. Trey was nowhere near the conversation. Okay. What does second count for? Not shit. I mean, bro. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Okay, then fuck Joel Embiid then. He's overrated. Because he he's not winning. He hasn't won the past two years. He's probably not going to win this year. No, but the only he is the only reason fuck that the honest. 76ers go anywhere. That's not true. They have James Harden. James That's Harden plays well, too. Not like Joel Embiid. He's not, averaging, not, like he's not averaging 33 points a game and, like, 11 rebounds. He's not averaging a double-double. Yeah, because Embiid is a superstar. Exactly. So, what's your point? That doesn't make any sense. Jason Tatum's overrated then, too. That could be – that <laughs> argument could be made. If they can't win this year with the squad he has, that argument can be made. Well, that's why I picked him as my number one. <laughs> Okay, so you're saying Tatum's overrated. No, I said he needs a chip to... to okay, so if Tatum doesn't win a chip this year, is Tatum overrated? Yeah. Okay, so I don't, I don't get your point, because then, then we're talking about Tatum... Because Jason Tatum has... What, what has Tatum done that Trey hasn't done? I'm try, like, Gone to the finals? He's at least proven he could get there. He's got... Yeah, but Trey didn't get that opportunity. Oh, here we go. What do you mean he didn't get that opportunity? In the Eastern Conference Finals... He lost... No, he didn't lose. The Hawks lost. In game three, they were up like 15 with like 10 minutes to play. Trey shoots at three. He steps back, and the ref is standing right behind him. Trey rolled his ankle on the ref's foot. Trey was out the rest of the series. He couldn't play. The Hawks lost the series. It was tied 1-1. We were about to go up 2-1 going back to Atlanta. Or we would have been playing, we would have been playing game four in Atlanta against the Bucks who also won the chip that year. And that's not Trey's fault that he got hurt. So the Hawks lost that series. MJ would have played. <laughs> and maybe MJ. But nobody, <laughs> in, nobody in today's game, people leave the game with fucking wrist soreness. People in today's game are babies. They, they're not going to play through injuries because they're going to sit on the bench and they're going to take their check. That can be said about every single player in the league. How many times have we watched Joel Embiid sit out for some of the most, you think Anthony Edwards would do that? I don't think so. I think Edwards. Would no, play. I think Ant would play. But then if Ant plays on a sprained left ankle and he has fourteen points, and the Timberwolves lose, Lance is going to be sitting over here. He's the most overrated player in the fucking league. He only put up fourteen. Like, it's a dumb argument. It's a poor argument because there's nothing you can point to that he hasn't done. That these other players have. I mean, the majority of the NBA agrees with me, so I'll just leave it. <laughs> majority with that. of the NBA players. Yeah, the guys who are playing against them. I also feel okay, like Trey. But there, there can I'll, be some bias there as well. A little bit. There's I also feel like there. Trey has kind of refused that leader role this year. Like, he's supposed to be the leader of that team. But, like, anything, anything that goes wrong with the Hawks or, like, like, if they lose, he's like, well, I don't know what to say. We just got to play better. Like, I don't know. Okay. 
How did how did Luca handle that? This um, year? I mean, I'm not comparing him to Luca in this sense. I'm just saying. Luca said we need to figure out how to work better as a team and build on our chemistry moving forward. Talking about Kyrie. As he went to sit in Cancun. Which Trey will be doing in approximately a week. We made the playoffs. <laughs> I mean. We made I the playoffs and we're playing the best team in the East. But like you said, if it, what's second place? Or in the Hawks case, fucking what? Eighth place? Exactly. So then Luca and Trey are exactly the same overrated. Luca hasn't done anything else. Luca plays better. Luca scores more points. Luca wins more games most of the time. With the he doesn't win more with games. That's exactly why he's in Cancun Kyrie right Irving now. Giving his team absolute fucking ball cancer. Okay, <laughs> that's what he does to every fucking team. You can't blame that all on Kyrie. Okay, Kyrie goes to the Hawks. Hawks get ball cancer, and they fucking out. I don't know because Kyrie out. doesn't play for the Hawks. Out. Yeah, and they well, got rid of. He's done it three times, so they got rid Celtics of like the Knicks. best role I mean, player the Mavs he, have had in Dinwiddie. He did help LeBron win a three-one Finals deficit, so he obviously isn't that bad. That was how long ago? Everyone knows LeBron took that series over, though. Um, I, if I remember correctly, the crucial turning point in that series. LeBron scored like 44, and Kyrie had like 42. It was the first time two teammates had ever gone 40-plus. And if I remember correctly, plus. what sealed the game was LeBlanc on no, what, the backboard. What, what, sealed the game, what sealed the game was when they brought the ball the other way, they passed the ball to Kyrie Irving, and he made the go-ahead three. That's what won the game. That wasn't in game seven. That wasn't game seven. No, it wasn't. That was in game six. That was in Game Seven. No, it wasn't. I promise no, it you. It wasn't. <laughs> you can look it up right now. Anyone could have made that wide open three, though. Deion Waiters could have made that. That was shot. not a wide open three. Fucking <laughs> overrated Trey Young probably could have made that. That was a step back three on Steph Curry that he splashed in his mouth, and they won the series. So to sit here and say that the Mavs fucking missed the playoffs because of Kyrie is complete bullshit. The game really doesn't matter. Exactly. That's what I fucking <laughs> no, thought. That's he, what I fucking thought. He made it at three minutes and 39 seconds. It was the complete turning point in the game, though. Anybody what wa- ask the, the fucking world that watched the game. What sealed the game? LeBlanc sealed the game. It didn't seal the game. LeBlanc sealed the game. It did not. Yes, it did. It didn't. He turned around and came back and shot that three, and that's no, what fucking No, it was sealed. after. LeBlanc secured the W. Should we watch? There's a three-minute, 39-second <laughs> video of the game. Nope, not that one. <laughs> Let's watch together. I would love to. I would love fucking nothing more. <laughs> All right. Come on, you bitch. All right, let's watch together. <laughs> All right, he passes right there. Right there. It's fucking. Back to Draymond. Donkey. Back to Steph. Oh, that's Clay. My bad. No good. Why did they wear those fucking t-shirts? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, those were so ugly. Because they put them on the seats. I mean, I'd wear a free t-shirt. No, I mean the players. Oh, I don't know. Like the year they had those t-shirts. Oh, hold on. Ready? Damn no, this it. wasn't it. Not the... What a brick. <laughs> Oh, dude, LeBron just got up off the floor after a foul. And he smacked that ass, too. He stood right up. Look at that. Yeah, you're going to have to skip through this a little bit. As long as him. As long as he, never mind. Yo, mama. He went too far. Yeah, he went too far. It was still 89-89 when LeBron blocked the ball. And then the ball went to Kurt. Or the, Here comes Kyrie Irving's three. Oh, yeah, they're going to inbound it to Kyrie. Motherfucker. What sealed the game? 
That block gave them the opportunity to shoot that three, though. But who won the game? LeBlock. No, it didn't. LeBlock. The, the game would have went to, if If that was the last play of the game, the game goes to overtime. LeBlock. Curry might be the most overrated, honestly. Or Clay. <laughs> Here comes the Kyrie three, and then we're gonna see LeBron seal the game. You just again. watched the replay no, no, no. of the block. <laughs> that wasn't the one I was just watching. <laughs> That's the only block we've ever had titled La Block. There's a minute left. Ready? But there's uh, over a minute left in the game. Step back. Anybody could have made that shot. There's 53 seconds left. That didn't seal the game. Neither did the block then. Because the, the block was with two minutes left in the game. It's because Steph Curry is... There's the donkey. I thought he was going to pull that bitch up. That rebound by LeBron sealed it right there. Oh my God. That's my king right there. Kyrie almost cost him the game right there. Dude, LeBron's going to have ED the way y'all fucking ride him. And there's a foul on LeBron, so let's see what LeBron does. That was on LeBron, right? Yeah. So let's see if LeBron seals the game with these free throws. <laughs> what does LeBron's taint look like since y'all are down there so much? Oh, they're much? passing it in. Here we go. Come on, LeBron. You got it, buddy. LeBron's That's pass. my king right there. LeBron's pass sealed the deal. Does his asshole smell nice? That was a pass for the ages. Oh! Oh, that foul, though. That foul. Oh, here comes, here comes the free throws to seal the game. Let's see if he makes them. <laughs> He's just warming up. He's just warming up. He only needs one. He only needs one. He That's doesn't a- need any because the the Warriors end up with 91 points. Let's see how clutch LeBron is in that ugly-ass hockey jersey. doesn't matter because the Warriors go down and score a two and then the game's over. So Kyrie's shot would have won the game no, regardless. No, no. Well, this, this, free throw no. Made it, this free throw made it a two-possession game. Yeah, doesn't. that's that sealed the victory, man. The, they, the Warriors had no chance. See, they, they still could have hit a three and tied the game with Kyrie's three, but LeBron's Your free throat, throw. not hurt yet? <laughs> From deep throating that man? Does it not hurt yet? Trey would have never done that. Okay, bro. All right, I'm done arguing with you idiots. That's that's the conclusion of whatever the fucking episode this is. Hey, don't forget about um, Jalen Hurts' extension. Jalen Hurts, five years, $255 million, $51 million average annual, making him the highest paid NFL player of all time by average annual contract. Yippee, yippee doo-dah. That concludes episode... We're going to call it 14. 14. Um, I'm, as always, I'm joined by Idiot 1 and Idiot 2. At least I'm number one in something. <laughs> yeah, you need it. Definitely not pick them. Not at all. Can't Just wait for it. that shirt to show up from China. All right, guys. Weeks. As always, we're out every Thursday morning. Anywhere you get your podcasts, we're on all of their social media platforms as well. Check out some of our games on TikTok and Instagram. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.